0: Welcome to the Heinz Fifty Seven episode of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturman, Matt Diage, you know the drill. Now I am
1: hungry for a steak
0: with Heinz Fifty Seven. Put a little bit of Heinz Fifty Seven no on steak there. steak sauce on a
1: steak. Well, no, if I if I am feeling it, you know, if I go somewhere and I am not satisfied with that steak, they don't season it enough, I might have to get a little Heinz Fifty Seven.
0: But really, you are a steak sauce guy, huh? Yeah. Tartar sauce on your fish?
1: No, no, only if it's my if it was my grandma's tartar sauce then
0: the real deal tartar yeah, sauce yeah yeah
1: none of that fake stuff no
0: nope. all right well yeah no we got a really really cool episode today as always but uh today we got the co-owner of iFish Pro Levi Christensen Levi is from up in Nisswa Minnesota um and as you'll hear he also lives part-time down in uh, Sioux Falls South Dakota yeah. uh right next to us but uh no yeah Levi I mean everyone's heard of of the iFish pros oh, now yep. i mean you know it, it it's kind of everywhere they've done a great job getting it on youtube and everything else but uh, yeah no we're gonna bring you the uh, story of how he came up with it and everything else so we're gonna get right over to him and we're here today with levi christensen co-owner of iFish pro how you doing levi
2: doing wonderful scott how about yourself
0: excellent um levi we're going to start off like we do all the shows uh ask you a couple non-fishing related uh, questions so uh number one uh if we were to get into your vehicle right now what kind of music are you listening to
2: oh i am listening to country music b93.3 on the radio um i got xm on here but uh, i only use that when i travel so i kind of listen to the uh, all the uh, local stations around here so just country music pretty simple guy um i like to listen to a little bit of rap once in a while i guess but nothing too serious so
0: yep
1: what's what's the last concert you were at
2: last concert i was at was actually uh dirks bentley in sioux falls oh all the way down here
1: in our neck of the woods
2: yeah yeah sioux falls i've actually well i've been living in sioux falls for the last four years actually doing construction so that's where i travel a lot doing construction so that's what i do in the summertime really what kind of
0: construction do you do
2: I uh, do a bunch of uh, like roofs, windows, siding, put on decks with my dad. Um, like, we own a, a construction company in Balls. actually, my dad and I. Um, we've been doing construction for the last eight years now. And so um, we've been all over the place, actually. You know, I was out in the, in the oil fields with my dad in Minot when that was a big boom in 2011, 12, and 13. Went out there, went to Naples, Florida, put on a bunch of roofs in Florida for two years. And um, now I'm in Sioux Falls for the last four years in the summertime doing construction. So it's kind of every little bit of it, actually.
0: Levi, if you could time travel, what era would you go to?
2: 2030, you know, I would love to travel a uh, uh, 10 years from now. I would love to see where iFish Pro is at um, as a company and as a brand. Um, because the main reason is right now, this is our fourth year in business, like with all the uh, retail stores. And um, I just want to see how much of it, like an impact we have on the ice fishing community in uh, 10 years, because we got a lot of products in the works right now of what, what we want to grow as so I, that's the that's the future date i want to see it for I, well, for us I and iFish pro so yeah
0: absolutely well, cool just yeah uh, you guys have made a big impact in in a short amount of time uh uh you know to start this off uh tell tell the listeners that possibly have been living under a rock for the last five years <laughs> uh you know what the iFish pro actually is
2: so the iFish Pro is a tip-up base that you're able to use any type of rod and reel combination with. It takes away the hand over hand retrieval part of it. Um, and this whole aspect came about in 2008, actually. This was you know, an idea that came about when we were out ice fishing on Lake of La the Woods. The whole family was out there. My dad uh, took us all kids out there. I got two brothers and a sister. And um, my whole life growing up, he took us out there ice fishing. And actually my little brother was 11 years old, Chad Christensen and you know we had the old wooden beaver dam tip-ups out there we were all and he's up there hand lining a a pike you know and he's out there doing it by himself because he watches older brothers do it and he's pulling on the line pulling on the line and he pulls the snap swivel straight completely straight on this fish because it got to the bottom of the ice he couldn't Uh, turn it up the hole you know yeah and he literally said the words to us he said why can't we use a rod and reel and i'll never forget it he said those two words to us and that was like a light bulb. Um, at that point, we kind of brainstormed the truck while watching flags and everything the whole family did. Like, yeah, why can't we use a rod and wheel? I mean, we use them in the summertime and we're sitting over here like, you know, the early days pulling on a 20 pound fish with our hands. I mean, come on, there has to be a better system out there. And that's the whole idea of where iFishPro started was on Lake of La the Woods with with the whole family. And um, we went back to the shop, actually went back home, you know, and I'll, I'll never forget it. We were up in the garage. Um, we were up there with some plywood, had some PVC pipes, some bandanas, and we made our first iFish Pro prototype out of a piece of plywood and PVC. And I have, them, you know, I still have them to this day, and they worked. <laughs> so that's that's literally how we made our first prototype. Is how that started with that idea. Um, and then, you know, it grew from there. Like everything, you know, it took a lot of time. Like everyone, everyone told us, oh, it can't be done. It can't be done. You know, because you're gonna try to I- introduce a product got to get a patent on it you gotta get the packaging blah 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 you know and so um, it literally took us four years from 2008 to 2012 Scott Um, we actually finally got our first prototype from China in 2012 that was a fully functional iFish Pro and we had our patent on in that year Um, so that was a huge accomplishment after four years it took a long time and um, all that was built off of sweat you know I I just graduated high school in 2008 and um, I went, I went to work with my father, uh, Mike. He's been doing construction his whole life, and he kind of took me underneath his wing, and me and him started a, a construction company. Like I said, I was on out, out the oil fields in out there. And, uh, like, the whole iFish Pro thing was built off of us building houses and working our butts off in the summertime, so. Right on. Yeah. And so. Um. H- but h- anyways, h- but back to the question. It kind of yeah. went off there. But so iFish Pro, you can use a rod and reel with it. And the benefits, obviously, is having your drag on your reel and any type of rod. What you're targeting fish. You know, if you're targeting a big pike, you want your a 36 inch to 40 inch rod, um, a stiff action. You know, you can get a good hook set in those fish, bury those hooks, and um, yeah. I mean, it just has all the benefits that you want to use. And you know, all childrens of you know, any children can use the tip up. All women, you know, men, whatever, they can go out there, they can set it up. It's not a tangled mess on the ice. everything's compact in the reel so that's very convenient for people so but the only thing that's not convenient is it doesn't fit in a bucket everyone tells me that it doesn't fit in a bucket levi that's a problem everyone wants a tip up that fits in a bucket (laughs) yeah so but uh but yeah it's come a long ways and it's very functional yeah
1: so how many like prototypes did you guys go through before you kind of decided on the design that you really liked
2: Oh, I would have to say we probably went through four or five different prototypes uh, That that uh, trigger mechanism was a big part of this thing And that was a hard one to actually get perfect with the flag pressure coming up on the trigger there mm-hmm. um, That was the main issue we were having because if it was too too much tension that that trigger had too much like uh, Like 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 pressure going up, you know, so it, then it wouldn't pull down easy So that took a lot of time to get getting that perfect with that plastic mold because every time you do a mold you know, I mean, you got to retweak it. That takes like a few weeks and you have to get a sample back and then retweak that mold again. So that took a long time. Right. Yeah.
0: Now, how hard was it to get a patent on something like this? Is, is that something, you know, I, I know patents are a real pain in the butt from what I've heard. Uh, is that what you experienced also?
2: Yeah, I learned a lot. You know, it's nothing that they can teach you in college. I tell you that, Scott. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I learned it all on my own with uh, hearing from the patent attorney to, you know, reading a booklet, you know that's like 40 50 pages long about your tip-up and i'm like what is all you know all these words in here like everything has a claim okay so our tip-up has a whole bunch of claims on there and you know the whole learning process of four years of patent pending before it got completely accepted um that was a challenge because it's just like come on why why won't they accept this and they got to tweak a claim and you have to go back and rewrite it and oh my goodness yeah it's nothing easy i mean like if you have a goal to get a patent you just got your Got to put your foot down and go after it because it takes time, but eventually then you'll have it. So, but Canada, I also got a patent up there in Canada too for iFish Pro, and uh, that one took five years to get in Canada. Oh wow! So now,
0: yeah, when you guys when you guys were filing uh, for this patent, were you you know I mean I'm sure you want to be going out and using this dang thing, and and you know, but you don't want the whole entire world to see it because you know, or, or, or weren't you worried about that?
2: yeah well during that time actually the all the prototypes that we fish with and like showed people and like made videos you know back in the early days um like when you first initially file your patent then you get um you you know your patent pending part of it meaning no one can steal it within the time that it's pending
1: okay all right
2: so that's what we had we had a pending for four years and then after the four years then you got your your patent number for the product so um there was like no scary issues at you know with like showing people with it um but in the beginning like the early stages of showing people like going into the molding companies and talking to those guys um that was the part where you had to you know show them and they had to sign a uh you know what do they call that a a non-disclosure agreement so so yeah but yeah it was was a big learning curve i'm sure
1: so what what year was the first year you brought it to market like it was available in stores or available to buy
2: yeah very first year it was available to buy was uh it was 2012 uh february of 12. we put it on our website uh that's the very first thing we did we made a website we're like all right we have a tip up we're gonna make an iFish pro website and get rich
1: yeah right (laughs) Did you guys that go to a happen. lot of, like, ice shows and stuff like that, promoting it yeah. and showing it?
2: Yeah, went down to the St. Paul Ice Show. Uh, we did that one, and just, like, it was an eye-opener of, like, wow, we are not even close to being in this industry, you know? No one knows who we are. Like, all we thought was, hey, we have a sweet product. This product's going to, you know, people are going to jump all over it, and that's not the way it works. you got to establish a brand is what we learned. Right. Um, yep, yep. And making that brand to the public and having the public, you know, see that brand in their eyes and be like I want that and that's what moved the product you know so that took a lot of time that doesn't build itself overnight
0: right Um,
2: yeah so we yeah we started that website in 12 and uh so that's when I started but I didn't do a lot of sales though in 2012 (laughs) (laughs) right
0: now, I'm going to assume that, that your product is made in China. I, am I correct there? Yes, sir. Yeah, yep. it is. Yeah. So yep. did you have to do a lot of traveling back and forth to meet with people, or, or could you do that all from the United States and, and you know, yep.
2: you could did all. I did it all on Skype. Thank God for Skype. I
0: learned to speak American <laughs> Chinese to those guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Broken
2: English. I, I did a lot of drawings on paper, a lot of mailing yeah. to China. And, uh, it was fun, though. I tell you what, uh
0: but that yeah, has to be kind days. of scary right i mean you know
2: it does it's a little scary because you know like you're investing you're big money here. and i'm paying those guys hopefully they send me a product type of thing you know <laughs> right yeah. so yeah
0: i mean there's people yeah. that won't buy stuff off the internet from china <laughs> you know uh-huh, 20 exactly. know deal and you're sending it. them
2: <laughs> yeah mm-hmm.
0: how big was your first uh, purchase
2: our first purchase we got 2,000 tip-ups Wow
0: 2, tip-ups.
2: that was our first we got 2,000 tip-ups had them in the garage did all the packaging ourselves down at the ping pong table my brothers and I and uh, shipped them out at the post office go to the post office every day you know if we had an order is so exciting and how bad yeah hmm
1: and so. so now you guys have the iFish pro 2.0 like, yes what are the like what are the improvements from the original I so, Fish yeah,
2: Pearl. that's a good question, yeah. So, from the original, now, the original iFish Pro came out, and what we improved on, actually, on that, mat was we added um, a foam-insulated base to it. All right, and yeah. So, we added foam to it, added a cover plate to the bottom of the foam, and we also improved the uh, slip stops as well. Um, the first slip stop that was made with the tip up, it actually uh, clipped on your line, so it, it's you know it kind of slid up and down. But the problem with that, we come to find out, is when you caught a fish, got hung up on the ice, and you know then a it, uh, it fall off, you know. hmm So, but then our new slip stops, you know, they're completely solid, so you just slide them on your line like a slip bobber application, so then they stay on your line. So we added the foam to that, made it a new design, like a a, um, a matte a matte black finish to it. And, um, yeah, we just added a couple of changes to it and make it the 2.0. Right on. Yeah. Uh,
0: what What do you think has been the single biggest struggle uh, throughout this business for you?
2: Uh, the biggest struggle would have to be introducing it to the public. Really? That would be the biggest struggle of, like, mass trying to get it out there across the ice belt. That was the hardest part, I think. Um, and, actually, James Holst, he's a big part of where we're at today. Um, his company approached us and we actually sponsored them in 2016 and we, we've been sponsored with those guys and they're a great, great group of, you know, great group of guys to work with. And James Holst really opened the door to... The people to see what iFish Pro was in 2016. That was kind of the big change for us. That that um, was
0: actually he, actually my next question was you know how how did you get in like with the TV crews and and everything else and yeah in depth outdoors on uh, with James Holst that's that's how I know about you.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, James. You know, in 2016, um, I can't remember if I think we sent him a letter, we sent him some product, and then he reached up. You know, he called us back about it, and he used them. And then we kind of went and met with James, told him what you know what iFish Pro was all about. My dad and I, and um, we kind of grew it from there, actually. And James has been a huge part of where we're at today. I I have to say that. So. Right. Yeah.
1: So so what's it like, like seeing your product? used by these guys like you're turning on the tv flipping through the channels and like seeing it up there and it's like man that's that's us it that's makes me smile
2: product. it it's uh it's something that never gets old i tell you what uh every time we see it on tv my dad and i we uh we just laugh and like man all the stuff that iFish pro has been through where we started out with this idea in the shop and now we're sitting here watching it on tv with james holes i mean can't get any better than that afterwards you know everything that we've started with an idea to where we've actually come with it actually you know right so now it's a
0: when you're out walking on the ice and you you look over and you see a guy yeah. running an fish Pro, do you go over and shake their hand?
2: I have, actually, up on Lake of the Woods. Uh, so every year, like, we, we go back up to Lake of the Woods in March, and we fish for the whole month of March at Springsteel Resort on Lake of the Woods. And uh, we're up there fishing, and we, we see people using iFish Pros. We go talk to them, tell them that we're the owners, and they're like, get out, you're the owners of iFish Pro, <laughs> and... They get a kick out so we we give them some product you know sit and talk to them and have a good time so I love seeing that though Do you ever have any strangers Do you ever
1: have any of them like teach you on how to use the product like they don't you don't tell them that you are the one that yeah. created it and stuff and they're like oh this thing is this amazing this is that? how you do it okay here let yeah, me show yeah. and you're, you're just like oh yeah yeah that's pretty cool you know and, yeah i made
2: i made that actually yeah no um yeah i get people like that like, have you seen this before this thing's really cool
1: well no, just
0: no never heard of it tell me
1: oh <laughs> well, it's just cool seeing other people you know seeing their excitement for your product because it is such a yeah. great cool product i mean i can remember the first time i saw it on a video it was just kind of like yeah it's like this is like like, this is the way to do it like you said no more fighting the fish hand over hand i mean you can use the rod you can do the battle with the rod and everything like that so
2: Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah i love seeing on the ice i mean like even driving home last week i was driving home from sioux falls i was coming through uh what's that town I can't remember, I was coming through a small little town off of 23, I was driving down the road, and I looked over, like, on the lake, literally there's two people out there with an iFish Pro, like, I can't miss it, they're two big, big you know, yeah. pieces of plastic out there, and I'm like, look at that. These <laughs> strangers using the product. It was pretty sweet.
0: Very cool. Very cool. And, you know, you get a lot of the YouTubers. Uh, you know, I, I don't know, Sobey and Murray, Murray and whatnot.
1: That, that, that's the first one I saw was in when Murray was using it. on Murray.
2: Then Aaron Weep, though. I got to give credit to Aaron Weeb. He He's started a, this whole thing. I, yeah. I, I kind of missed that in 2012 when I was talking about 2012. Um, so, in 2012, I messaged Aaron Weeb on Facebook. I had no, you know, I didn't know who he was, and I messaged him because I saw he had his his channel, you know, it's starting to get big. And I said, Hey, you know, I'm Levi with iFish Pro and blah, blah, blah. And so I said, I said, you know, I got this product. Would you want to use it in in it? You know, in uh, one of your videos. And he's like, absolutely. So I sent him some product in December. I'll never forget this. He called me in March and he said, what are you doing? This is Aaron. I said, "Uh, just sitting at my house. He said, well, why don't you hop in your vehicle and be at my house by Saturday? I said, get out. And he's like, yep, why don't you come on up here, and then we'll film with the iFish Pro. I literally hopped in my truck, drove up to his house, and um, I stayed at his house for a week. And I grew a friendship with him that I'll never never be able to uh, replace. You know, I mean, me and him are still friends to this day. And we've done a lot of fishing together. And he's the one who started it on YouTube in 2012 with that big lake trout video. And I was with him when we caught those perch. Oh, right Awesome. On. Awesome. Yeah. A big no, wh- shout out to Aaron.
0: What's the biggest fish you've ever heard of caught uh, with with an iFish Pro? I've
2: seen a guy, uh, I can't remember his name, but he had like a 46-inch muskie that he caught through the ice on the iFish Pro. Um, I actually just posted a picture on our uh, Instagram page. This guy caught a 47-inch pike up in Canada with the iFish Pro. That's, and, a, um, <laughs> that's a big pike. Yeah. yeah. He told me, he's like, this 47 doesn't even make my top five, he said. I was like, get out Wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I he's living in fish. a different part of the world than us, I'll I tell know. you that.
2: Yeah. hmm So, I have to say, those two are the biggest fish, and then that that lake trout Aaron caught was huge. Yep.
1: yep. How about the smallest that you've heard of caught on it?
2: Ah, uh, see, the I fish, Pro, you can catch perch on it even, so. So, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm, so it catches everything from perch to giant northern pikes, to saying. Where did you come yep. up with the name iFish Pro?
2: Uh, the name actually was established on the bar down in our basement. Uh, we were just sitting down there shooting pool one night, and I think my brother Chad's, Chad or my brother Casey said iFish Pro because that's kind of when the whole iPhone era was. Oh yeah! Going oh out. yeah! Yep. And, uh, and I think it was like, yeah, like, why don't we call it the iFish Pro, you know, kind of follow the whole iPhone phase. So that's kind of how it established. Yeah, you
0: throw an I in front of about anything and it's bound to Yeah, bound to right, nowadays. <laughs> right? Yeah, so now we just kind of
2: roll with iFish Pro 3.0 next, you know. Yeah. yeah. Right
0: on. Do you got plans to come out with a 3.0? I mean, is that in the works? Yeah, or?
2: we have something in the works right now for next year hopefully if everything goes about but uh, as for a name for it i don't have a name for it i'm not going to do 3.0 okay um i'm going to come up with a different name but it's going to follow along with iFish. so but hopefully right on. hopefully everything kind of lines up with that we got a lot of product testing to do with it and everything first make sure it's perfect for this so right on yeah
0: now are you are i mean Obviously, you, you're kind of answering the next question, but uh, you know you're obviously planning on expanding this business. Uh, you know, you you want to see it get bigger, correct?
2: Absolutely, Scott. Yeah, I do. Um, I want to see it grow. Um, I don't want to just have one product. I want to, you know, have like multiple SKUs basically. I want to grow it to a brand, it, like an established brand in, in in the ice fishing industry. I want to have tackle boxes or you know tackle or whatever you want to do you know but i want to grow it though because i think the hard part's done we establish who we are as a company and i might as well take it you know from here with it you know so
0: no i i i definitely think uh you know i'm just a dude down here in iowa you know that watches a yep. bunch of youtube videos and yeah. I mean, I, it, it's in my face often and, and it just sparks the curiosity me and matt were kind of like man who are we going to get on this next uh, interview and it's like yeah, hey you know what I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to find this guy and yeah. so I, I found your name on the website added you on facebook sent you a message and here we are so
2: i appreciate that yeah that happened so quick i was like yeah i've never done a podcast that'd be great <laughs> yep, cool yeah
0: so uh I guess is there anything else you want to? I mean, we've got some other questions here, but uh, uh, is there anything else that you kind of want to touch on with the iFish Pro that we didn't touch on?
2: Um, let me see here. Let's see. Uh, we talked about the patent and yeah,
1: it's it's just a really cool product. So
2: yeah, I mean, I mean the, the whole the whole growth of the iFish Pro. I mean, being able to you know grow it, you know, from an idea to where it's at is just something I'll I'll never forget. You know then same with my dad mike you know that's just something that we just totally don't take for granted um so that's something that i'll always cherish forever of, of everything that it's come about you know so right
0: well and, and you guys obviously have the entrepreneurial spirit or spirit i mean you know you yeah. guys got the uh, construction company you got, got iFish the, i fish you bro know, hard
1: workers yep. <laughs> yep. so
0: very cool
2: yeah that, uh, thank you
0: now let, let's talk a little bit about your own personal fishing uh where do you do a lot of your fishing
2: I do a lot of fishing up around the Brainerd Lakes area. Um, I travel to Minnesota bass fishing. I, that's all I do is bass fish. I don't, yeah. I don't bully fish in the summer. I, I fished on the FLW. Um, I did that in 2016 and 17. I went down south, fished in Florida, Alabama, North Carolina, South Carolina. Um, I fished down there. That was extremely fun. Got my butt kicked in the Costa Series. So, But I had to do it, though. You know? I was like, well, I got the time right now, and I got the boat. I was going go go do it when i'm young so i uh, went and did it for two years and it was a total eye-opener of how much those guys know how to fish different systems you know um, right. compared to us up here you know fishing down there fishing the uh, reservoirs compared to up here where it's just the main main lake a, the glacier lake you know so
0: are you done it was fun though done doing uh, big bass tournaments now
2: uh, i'm not done with it i kind of just took a break from it because i fish pro is kind of completely taken over my winter time now so i couldn't do it all from driving around on the iphone anymore so i kind of took a break but i think i am going to go try it again next year hopefully on the bass opens hopefully i want to try to get in that but it's so full now
0: yep i was just going to ask you are you an mlf or a bass guy
2: bass all the way that's a good answer that's a good
0: answer with us
2: we
1: about
0: deleted this podcast (laughs) 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 no i follow
2: bass all the way those guys changed the sport but yeah, we don't have to get into that. We all know what that's like. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Um, do you, being living in Sioux Falls, do you fish any like local tournaments around in this area, or are you doing most of them um, up in yeah, Minnesota actually, and stuff?
2: Well, the first year I got to Sioux Falls in 2015, I went and fished out on the western part of Sioux Falls, like uh, Lake Thompson, out in the river out there the uh, missouri river yep. there's a small bass league out there and i went and fished out there caught those smallmouth and stuff but uh after that i really didn't fish much i mostly spent time working down there with my dad and i so right um on. i couldn't get in the mood down there because you know i'm so spoiled up in brainerd here i drive <laughs> yeah. 10 minutes to a lake and then when i'm in sioux falls i gotta drive two hours and hopefully the wind don't pick up exactly know? right yeah <laughs> so <laughs> i kind of quit the whole fishing gig down there
0: now i gotta ask you uh you know say you're out uh fishing this weekend are you even you? Are you running a jigging stick, stick? Are you just sitting in a shack watching all iFish pros?
2: No, well that's a good question. Yeah, um, I always have an iFish pro. Obviously, but um, I'm in the house jigging with the vexler. I gotta gotta keep myself busy, occupied, watching the screen. So right I enjoy yeah. that myself. I always have a dead stick out there. You know, if I'm targeting pike, or if I, even if I'm walleye fishing, I got a big sucker metal down. Because at any given time, you never know if that big, you know, that big fish is going to swim by. So yep. I mean, we're allowed two lines. You might as well take advantage of it. So well, that's for sure.
0: What are you? Yeah. What are you uh, putting on your iFish Pros? Are you running chubs or minnows, or you you know?
2: Um. Yeah, like when I'm pike fishing, I just run like big live sucker minnows, and when I'm out walleye fishing, I I run I run like small sucker minnows, you know, like like the four inch sucker minnows. So. Yep. Yeah. But I kind of do primarily mostly pike fishing with the iFish Pro. Um, when I'm out walleye fishing, I kind of jig a lot, but. I don't do enough walleye fishing, to be honest. I'm not a big walleye guru. Um, I don't do it enough, so I don't have enough experience and time involved with it. I have an idea how to go walleye fishing, but I'm not like, yep, we need to go target this, this, and that because it's this time of year, but I'm not like that. But I'm like that with pike. You know, I'm totally different with pike, so.
0: Yep. No, I I, I don't fancy myself a walleye expert at all. You know, every once mm-hmm. in a while you just yeah. happen to stumble into something, but.
2: Yep, right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, uh, Levi, before we let you go, um, let, let the listeners know where can they pick up one of these iFish Pros if, if they're interested.
2: Yeah, um, the iFish Pros are available at all the retail stores. Um, we just shipped them out first week of January. Uh, Shields has all of them. Uh, you know, like uh, all the Shields in Minnesota, um, Fleet Farm does not have any, but they were in stock, so that doesn't help you. Cabela's does, Bass Pro does, Thorn Brothers reeds uh, delaney outdoors and gander mountain Those and i their...
0: and i assume a lot of the mom and pops
2: a lot of the mom and pops don't have them right now actually okay. because okay. they didn't reorder actually in january so i'm sold out so but then our website as well uh ifishpro.com so that's kind of last resort a lot of people like going to the stores still and buying them so right,
0: right well, you know, I think if it's something that you've never actually used, you know, you want to go and actually see, hey, what what is this thing, you know? I, I mean, think
2: you do, too, because a lot of people get thrown off of, like, well, how does this work, you know? Right. Like, how are you able to use a rod with this? I mean, a lot of people ask me, does this set the hook for you? Um, that's a very common question, and, you know, it doesn't set the hook for you. And then so you leave the bale open or you drag really loose. Um, so that's that's a common question So I think a lot of people like to actually grab the box look at it and feel it out and everything so right
0: now Are are you are you letting the bail really loose? I? Obviously, we were about to conclude there, but I I got one more question Are you running like one of them okuma bait feeder uh, reels? Like what what are you personally running?
2: Yeah, so those Uh, uh, those okuma bait feeder reels i love running those that's all i run um because of the fact if the wind picks up i can leave the bale closed and i can flip the uh, bait feeder open and then it's able to peel line completely free and then i am able to grab the rod uh, flip that switch and then it's back to my drag setting so i love i love running the okuma bait feeder reels and then my rods you know my pike rods um just completely pike rods uh walleye rods you know, I run all those as well with a, a tuned-up custom rod. So okay, cool. That's all I use with that. So,
0: alrighty. Well, yeah. yeah. No, I I figured I better get that question asked because otherwise we'd we'd hang up on you and and I'd be like, man, I should have asked him that. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. I, if I got John, you you I'm asking. That's so.
1: right. Yeah.
0: No, we really thank appreciate you. it, Levi. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I, I I, mean, me and Matt were talking before this interview like, man, you know, I'm, I'm really kind of jacked up to, to pick this guy's brain about the whole entire thing. I mean, like I said, you guys have done a spectacular job at, at you know, putting in, in front of people. I mean, you know, thank In-Depth you. Outdoors and, and the, all the other YouTube people. I mean, that's how you got to yeah. do it. I, I think you're doing a wonderful job. Yep.
2: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So,
0: all right. Well, uh, we'll hopefully we talk to you later then.
2: All right, sounds good, Scott. It was nice talking to you, too, Matt.
0: Thanks. See ya. All
2: right, see you later. Bye.
0: There he goes, Levi Christensen, co-owner of iFish Pro. Way cool, dude. Yeah, and such
1: a cool story. It's always neat when you hear stories about like that, how it originated, and the whole family getting involved, and just the brainstorming of everything, and just the hard work that goes into it. It really makes you appreciate a product when you find out like that.
0: You know, he said he graduated in 2008, so he's 1 year younger than me. So 30 years old. Can you imagine being 30 years old and and owning a company like that? Right. I mean, that that's that's cool. I mean, you know, the, to to go to an ice show and and to own a company like that and L- like you know, he said, you know, to watch it on YouTube and yeah. see guys running your stuff, that's awesome.
1: What makes you appreciate it is, you know, things like that don't just happen overnight.
0: Oh, it, absolutely it, not. It,
1: it takes the years. It takes, you know, there's setbacks. There's high points. I mean, it's that roller coaster. And then finally, when you see that thing just keep going and going and going and taking off like it has and having the success it has, I mean, it's got to be a pretty cool feeling for him.
0: Right. And, you know, I mean, obviously he didn't say, but... You, you got to think that there was times when he was laying in bed at night, thinking, you know, what is—is is this worth it? You know, right. is, is the juice worth the squeeze here? You know, but yeah, you you keep powering through, and, and you man, just got
1: that-, that family support. They're all supporting each other and working towards the same common goal, and absolutely. I'm glad to see that it's they've had the success with it that they've had with it
0: right you know actually uh we me and you have kind of talked about uh possibly trying to get you know the owner of iFish Pro. actually you know until I did some digging to figure out who he was I I didn't know but uh last weekend when I was fishing out in the Black Hills uh there was a guy there that had one set up for for lake trout and uh you know I, I saw it and it's like man that's 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 what we're going to do next you know we're going to go after that i fish pro because
1: like he said when you when you go fishing you go by a lake you see people if they're running for running tip-ups or anything like that they have i fish pros now just for right right just for that fact that i mean you can put that rod and reel on there and it triggers it and the flag goes up and you get to use the rod and the you know the drag on the reel to fight that fish so you have really more of a chance of landing it than just the the old style tip-up fishing
0: yep when you know like out in south dakota when you can have four rods you know here in iowa with uh with the extra license we can have three i don't know what is minnesota two i think two Yep. okay but i mean if 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 you're gonna be out there and you're in pikey water or whatever i mean heck man you might as well throw one out
1: well there's it's there's it, it can be a blast out there with your buddies With your friends, you know, out there fishing and throwing out a whole bunch of tip ups or iFish Pros and stuff like that, and flags start going up, and you're having races to see who can get over there and get to the flag, and it just very just have all kinds of memories having fun with that.
0: Well, if me and you go out there and we're doing it, I'm going to trip you. Well, that's a, that's, I know you're that's faster. that's all part of it. I know you're faster than that's me. That's part of it. Ta- <laughs> you've never you. you've never done tackle tip up? No, I have not. Tackle I've, tip up is fun, man. I've never owned a tip up. I've never caught anything on a tip up.
1: Oh,
0: Scott, I'm, I'm we're getting some iFish pros. Old, and we're going well yeah. we are
1: and we're going to go out there and we're going to have at it.
0: Oh, hey, I'm I I, I'll guarantee you within the next four days I will own an iFish Pro. Well, I, I know. I'll probably own multiple iFish Pros. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Well, oh, they are either.
1: such a cool cool design and product and just how they work is is neat.
0: Absolutely. And and you know, especially after talking to Levi, you know, I mean, that's a dude I want to put my support behind. Exactly. I mean, he that that's a stand up dude. Uh yeah, that, that's where my money should go. Yep. Uh, yeah, I did talk yeah. a little bit there about the, uh, Black Hills trip. Uh, yeah,
1: Black Hills, you, you were able to get out there last weekend with Grady.
0: Yep, the big snowstorm came in on Friday and, uh, you know, Thursday night I had actually called out to Craig Oiler and I said, man, you know, like... God, I I just don't know if I can do it. And, and you know, I mean, it would have been different if it was me and you and Eric and Ramrod and whatever going out there, you know, four adults, whatever. But I've got my eleven-year-old no, three, son,
1: three adults, and Ramrod. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I got my eleven-year-old son. You know, I mean, if I put this freaking truck in the ditch because you know I'm going out on a yep. fishing trip and and I full well knew there was a snowstorm coming. You know, I mean, that's just stupid on my part. So. The storm was supposed to hit at six o'clock, so I decided. You know what? I'm waking up at two a.m. That's <laughs> and, right. And I got on the road, saddle little, up, and yep, head west. Got on, uh, got on the road a little bit before three. Uh, I think when we pulled out of the driveway, it was two fifty-seven and i pulled into rapid city a little bit before eight o'clock in the morning nice <laughs> so craig had called me he had he was up early golly i don't know what time that dude must wake i don't up. think he sleeps i don't think he does neither i swear to god he he's called either me fishing
1: like, or working and or hanging out with the family i think i don't think he sleeps
0: yeah he called me at like 4 a.m his time <laughs> hey where you at <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> like holy moly but yeah no we finally we, we pulled into rapid city uh went up to craig's house we ran a couple errands in rapid city uh uh, went to the rooster the bait shop there and in, in rapid which is just a killer awesome place but uh, yeah no we took off and uh, uh craig's uncle has a cabin up by deerfield lake uh, we got settled into the cabin ate a little ravioli <laughs> and uh, took off and went to sheridan lake and uh craig kind of had a, a, a bite you know that he had a little bit worked out and uh we we sat down and i mean immediately grady starts cracking perch nice I don't. I think Grady may have caught three fish before anyone else caught anything. That doesn't surprise me. With no, Grady. It, it didn't surprise me neither. I, you know, I've, I've got, I've got to tell you, I struggled on Friday night. I, I, I just did not. I, I caught a couple trout, but the perch they had my number that night. I, I couldn't, couldn't catch them. And,
1: too wired up from driving, being up at two in the morning, and
0: I think that's a good excuse. That's right. what I'm going to go, go with. That's what we're going to go with on that one. Yep so no we uh I, I god dang it i don't know if you saw that one picture that i posted but uh i mean just this beautiful rainbow oh trout, yeah dark yep. colored with a dark red stripe like that had been that was, the one i was looking for like i mean i i really wanted a trout like that that was the first fish i caught was it and and i mean it wasn't but five minutes ten minutes after we started so ooh, that you know to get that one
1: yeah that was a neat looking fish
0: felt good and, uh, yeah, no, so we, we bounced around. Beautiful, beautiful day out there in the hills. When we were down in Rapid City at Craig's Place at, like, 8.30, 9 o'clock in the morning, I think it was, like, 48 degrees. Yeah. Grady's jumping on the trampoline without a, <laughs> without a sweatshirt on. And well, blood. yeah,
1: I'm getting these snaps, and you guys are doing that, and I'm looking out the window, and I can't even see across the road because right, the wind right. is going 40 50 miles an hour with snow so that's good for you I was like I was happy for you guys I was glad you made got out of there before the storm hit Right
0: So no we uh the next day we fished Deerfield and uh we got on some good perch bites uh I god dang it I, this is the part of the show that I didn't want to have to tell yeah. but I did not do a very good job running my my clicker
1: Oh that's you right know? you're keeping track of your fish
0: I I've, I've got to think that it was somewhere in between 34 and probably 42 fish that I caught. And, uh, honestly, the majority of those, probably 20 of those came, we got on this really insane perch bite and as fast as you could drop it down, you could pull one back up, but they were all about seven, eight inches and uh so we we did a lot of throwing back there and and, but you know i caught some more trout i caught some suckers i caught some rock bass whatever but it's going to be somewhere in that 34 to 41 range uh you know especially like with them perch you get you get catching them and you know if every single time you gotta you gotta go over there and you're still marking and whatever and so i mean I, i i did it sometimes but i didn't do it all the time and you know, at, at the end of the day, it was it was kind of like you know, man, I you know, I know that I didn't mark that, so it's going to be somewhere between thirty-four and forty-one. I'm going to call it thirty-four, just to be on the safe side.
1: Just because you're an honest person.
0: Yeah, just because I'm an honest person. So thirty-four. Add that with my fourteen that I got. Uh, got the the week before, so I don't know. i are getting up there. Yeah, yeah, but at this rate, I'm not going to make a thousand. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh,
1: in a year you'll get there. Don't worry. You'll be surprised.
0: Well, honestly, like I, I quit doing that perch bite because I wasn't sure if everyone else was catching all these small ones or not too. So I got out of my shack, I go over there and I'm kind of talking to everybody else and sure, you know, they're all catching the small ones too. But you know, I sat there and I was kind of like, man, if I want to catch a thousand fish this year, if I just kind of camp out at this spot right here, right now, like, I mean, I will crack a thousand by the end of the day, (laughs) you know, whatever, but no, that, that, God dang it. I got to say thanks to Craig. Um, you know, that trip, um, when me and Craig had talked about, it was really for our boys, you know, my son, Grady, his son, Trevor. And, uh, you know, we, we wanted, we wanted to make a fish camp. Craig wanted to make a fish camp. I, I also wanted to, but this is Craig's deal, uh, you know, that, that the boys can kind of look forward to every single yep. year, and, and we're hoping to make it an annual deal. And, you know, I mean, what's cooler than the annual trip out to the Black Hills to go ice fishing? Right. I can't think of anything cooler than that, I'll tell you that. Every
1: picture I saw of those boys, they looked like they are having a good old time.
0: Trevor caught a rainbow trout when we were out on Deerfield, and just the, the screams, you know, from him and Grady, like, I mean – in, in that 30 seconds of time that made everything worth it like right. you know this trip was a success you know i mean they were hooting and hollering when we got on that perch bite craig threw the bucket into them and said you know start keeping the bigger ones yeah and and grady's hooking them trevor's reeling them in you know whatever yeah i mean grady grady showed out as normal on this trip you know trevor caught a really nice rainbow trout he caught a lot of perch also uh i mean we, we battled some wind i mean the temperatures were good but the wind was was kind of tough and i mean these boys did a spectacular job at at you know keeping after it yep. not complaining and and you know that's all we can really ask for and,
1: and having something like that it it's good for all of us to be involved with something like that at some point because yep. it reminds us of why we do it oh hearing absolutely. a couple of younger kids like that you know 11 year old kids having just a hooting and hollering blast in there it's why we love fishing because yep, yep. when we all get into a bite like that and we're having fun i mean yeah it, it it takes you back it's just the memories you guys made that's just awesome you know kudos to you guys for putting that together and yep. getting those guys out there and
0: you know the stories and the bs and oh know, that's I mean, what it's all about you know nicknames uh buddy signer from mountain pier uh he runs fish stories uh okay. i don't know if you ever heard of that or not but uh Buddy goes around, you know, kind of doing something a little bit similar to our podcast. Uh, He goes around and records people telling fishing stories. Yep. And, I mean, you know, you can talk about anything in the whole entire world, but Buddy's got an archive strictly to keep fish stories so that, you know, People a generation from now can, can go back and listen to these stories. Cause you know, I mean, it's one thing, you know, to tell your grandpa's old fish story. Like, yeah, oh, the one time he told me this, but when uh, you can hear it, from, his actual yep. voice, you know, I mean, it's cool. And, and, uh, uh, buddy also goes around and just flat out records people telling stories and, and like, golly, when he said that it was like, man, you know, like if, if I would have known you 10 years ago, I would have had my grandpa Lambert. You know, tell yep. tell some stories about you know when he was over in Holland and World War Two and and you know all that stuff and I don't know yeah,
1: like you said it's just it, it just means more and it's just it's cool idea cool listening absolutely from that person
0: absolutely so and yeah. and we met up with some other dudes uh you know there there was a uh, a lot of other people there from the hills that you know kind of met up uh you know. You you can't go anywhere in Rapid City. I I when when we were going around running errands, I mean, everybody knows Craig Euler. Well, and if they don't know Craig, they know his dad, Dave. And so it's oh, are you Dave's boy. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: I don't think it'll be lo- much longer until they clear out a space up there on Mount Rushmore for Euler, Probably.
0: Oh, it's in the process. I was yeah, gonna say. Yeah.
1: I'm sure it, it probably won't be as big as the other faces, but his his will be up there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean. I'm kind of artsy, so I mean, I we I, I feel like something. I'm going to try to take it on. <laughs> so maybe yeah. maybe it'll just be on the backside.
1: <laughs> that's a good place for him. <laughs> About halfway <laughs> so down. You got to you got to take the mule trail <laughs> <laughs> to get to the Craig Euler oh, part of the man. Mount Rushmore. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's uh, good to hear. Yep. Uh, I think they had the NAIFC tournament right. over at Okaboji here this past
0: weekend i would not have wanted to be no i that.
1: talked to some guys that were fishing in it looked like it was miserable yeah, their practice I mean, they were practicing on that saturday during that storm yeah. and it just didn't i think it was on the 18th and yeah it didn't look fun i mean people caught fish but yeah yeah F that. and then hey did you see and then uh how about old stew the noob he was over there fishing yeah, that stew, stew the if noobie. anybody wants to get a hold of stew the noob uh you're gonna be talking to a bluegill at the yeah. bottom of <laughs> Lake Okaboji.
0: Old Stupak <laughs> dropped his phone down to the bottom of West. O. Rookie
1: mistake.
0: You know that that almost sucks worse that you're on West Okaboji where the water's so and clear, you can see you can it. See your phone. <laughs> what's
1: that? What's that old saying about all West that you can watch your dog run away for days or something <laughs> like that? It's kind of that way. <laughs> West Okaboji, you yeah. can watch your phone oh. fall all the way down yeah. and then see it ringing.
0: Gosh, you know, Stu keeps plugging away, but man, this season's kind of been rough on him, I feel like. This is
1: a rookie year. If he can get through this now, he, he, he's ready. He's Yep. Yep. He's made it.
0: So, I guess that is it. Me and you and a uh, bunch of the dudes here, we're all heading up to
1: Northeast enemy swim. Yep.
0: Uh, we're staying at a cabin on enemy swim. What lake we end up on, I have no clue. Well we'll see what happens what happens gonna be an adventure yeah maybe we'll be a hundred yards out from the cabin and and if that's where we crack them that's where we crack them
1: as long as Ramrod's a hundred yards away from me so (laughs)
0: that's all i care oh you guys love each other you guys are sharing the room me and me and eric already discussed that that uh no yep yep Uh, you and him (laughs) sharing room all right (laughs) That is the end of episode 57. We will talk to you guys next time.